Between the Lines. I'm Shannon Bessie and I'm here with Tracy Hunter Abramson, Sarah M. Eden, and Esther Hatch. And today we thought we would talk a little about often forgotten holidays. So fairly recently we celebrated Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and even Valentine's. And most of us, or many of us anyway, have family traditions or activities that we participate in when these holidays arrived. But what about the ones that are lesser known or less celebrated? We thought it might be fun to give some of them some attention. Do any of you have a lesser known or less celebrated holiday that you want to spotlight? I think probably the one that is not celebrated as much in a lot of er areas is one I really enjoy is Veterans Day. But since I live in a heavy, heavy military area, it's always like just great to recognize, you know, just the armed forces and you know, it's, it's a cool day. Sometimes we even get it off school. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, especially in back east where you are, that would be yeah. a really big thing. We actually really love celebrating more obscure holidays at my house. I don't know what it is, but we super enjoy it. A big one at my house is Twelfth Night. It's celebrated on the 5th of January. It's the 12 days of Christmas actually start at Christmas and work their way forward. So Twelfth Night is a huge party at our house. Um, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day as if it were the holiday to end all holidays. It's Shocker. probably the biggest <laughs> holiday of the year at our house. Um, one of the most obscure ones that we celebrate is Lamas. It's on August 1st. It's the Feast of Loaves. It was meant to recognize the beginning of the harvest and um, gratitude for having had food to last between harvests. And on that day, you bake bread and offer it to others as a sign of gratitude for what you have. So we bake a ton of bread and just give it away to anyone who happens to come nearby. It's one so, of our favorites. So if I'm walking <laughs> by your street. Yes, yes. August 1st, August my house 1st. is the place okay. to be. We could probably smell I'm making it, a like note. two blocks down. <laughs> probably. Yeah. It's a lot of baking, but we love it. Well, that's awesome. That's such a fun like tradition for your family. I love that. So one of my favorite ones, um, I lived in Russia for about three years and Women's Day there, I think it's becoming a bigger thing here. Like definitely with social media, I'm seeing more and more people on May 8th wishing people a happy International Women's Day, but it's just Women's Day there. And it, I think it has been for a very long time. And hmm. so I just loved that day when I was there. All the women have flowers. Um, it's kind of like our Mother's Day a lot. Oh. And um, so that's one that... I, I do love that now we're starting to get more notice, like noticing it here, but when it was in Russia, it was it was a big deal and it was so much fun. I love that, and I think I can I can follow up with that one, Esther, by saying that I think that some of the holidays that we celebrate in our house are also what would be considered international holidays here. Um, so I'm going to square off with Sarah's St. Patrick's Day by, <laughs> by mentioning St. David's Day, which is one that. Almost nobody in this country knows, but where St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland, St. David is the patron saint of Wales, and that's March 1st. Um, and then another one that we celebrated um, every year growing up was Shrove Tuesday, which is the day before Lent begins for most um, Christian faiths. And in Britain, it's called Pancake Day because we always had pancakes. <laughs> um, but I should maybe do a caveat. They're not like American pancakes. They're more like crepes. Right. And so oh. we would 
We would put lemon and sugar and roll them up. And mm. I'm just making a note on my calendar for all the days I need to show up <laughs> at, yes. our houses. at your houses. We're like that's making right. a trip to each other's <laughs> yeah. houses on the right time. That's right, a big, big round circle. And then another one that is huge in Britain is Guy Fawkes Night, which is November 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's actually the closest that the Brits get to July 4th because it's lots of fireworks and kind of all about saving Parliament. But Okay, but you didn't say what you do on St. David's Day. Okay, what, what, so what let's, that okay, let's talk about that. How, we've talked a little bit about it. How do we celebrate these? So for St. David's Day, this is going to sound really weird, but when we were children, we always wore either a daffodil or a leek. And you can guess which ones the boys wanted to wear. <laughs> it wasn't the daffodil. And so some of them would actually find a full-size leek and pin it to their (laughs) school uniform. Um, But for others of us, we would actually make little ribbons where the lower part of the ribbon was white and the upper part was green to to represent the leek. And we wore those on our school uniforms. And the tricky part is that because it's March 1st, very often the daffodils weren't in bloom yet. Mm-hmm. So we also had some little artificial daffodils that we would use too if the daffodils weren't out yet. So how about the rest of you? So for me, so I live in Virginia next to Quantico Marine Base. And so we usually have like a lot of activities to choose from, but a lot of times we'll change based on what's going on. Cause like it actually is different if we're in wartime than if we're like, if we have a lot of people deployed then there's different events and when more people are home training we have different events so so we just kind of roll with it it's like you know and if we're lucky there's some fireworks if we have leftovers from fourth of july and we'll have a fireworks show in the cul-de-sac so that's great so for me um i feel like it I really just celebrate like everyone else does here too (laughs) wishing people a happy women's day on social media or something. I do instant message some of my Russian friends because I do still feel like it's a, it's kind of a bigger deal with them. But for the most part, I mean, it's really my husband that should be celebrating it, right? <laughs> Getting me flowers. So I, maybe I need to nudge him a little bit. <laughs> Let him in on the yes, holiday. Like Just circle, circle the Cir- day on the yes. calendar in really yeah. big red ink. Yes. <laughs> and he will never forget. Well, at our house... Um, like I said, I think St. Patrick's Day is our biggest holiday of the year. We celebrated it growing up as well, but as I've you know been having my, my own family and raising my kids, we have a tremendous amount of Irish ancestry, like it's an almost ridiculous amount. And I wanted this to be a holiday where they got to know more of their ancestry and more of that cultural heritage. So um, I always make a, a meal that's exclusively... Um, food that my Irish ancestors would have eaten back in the day, and they were all peasants and poor, so it's it's very plain food, but it's delicious, and we love it. I start planning the menu, usually around Valentine's Day, and I debate between all the different things that we love. On that day, we blast the Irish music, which my kids have memorized. They're particularly good at singing the drinking songs and have been since they were tiny. <laughs> um, the whole house is decorated in green. We wear green. I mean, it's just, it's, it's enormous. We have an Irish radio station we tune into via the internet on St. Patrick's Day. Have our big St. Patrick's Day feast. It's huge. And my St. Patrick's Day wreath hangs on my door almost year-round because this is just who we are. 
the no, kids it's know. True. The that's first what it time is. I came to your house, that was how I knew I had the right house. <laughs> yes. Because of the St. Patrick's Day wreath. Yep. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to let the listeners in on a little secret here that another reason why St. Patrick's Day is so huge at Sarah's house is because it is also her birthday. That's right. <laughs> Which is so perfect. It's right? So, <laughs> it's, it's so perfect because I genuinely think that Sarah se- celebrates St. Patrick's Day more than Irish people do. Because Probably. I live fairly <laughs> close to Ireland and I don't remember any of these kind of celebrations. So if we, if we switch the conversation a little bit to an even lesser known celebration, which is each of our birthdays, <laughs> how, do you, how do you celebrate those? What do you do? I feel like every year we kind of try and plan something a little different, but it's always, always the evening is the same as cake and ice cream and a nice dinner, you know, with the family, open some presents. Sometimes I feel like we're very traditional in that, like, we do the basics of traditions. But one thing I never do on my birthday is dishes, and I just love that. And I was laughing about that as I was thinking about it, because actually I typically don't do the dishes. My husband does very often do the dishes because he's very particular about how they're done, and I just don't get to them as fast as he does. So um, I guess maybe it's more like the guilt-free not doing the dishes. I'm not doing them, and I don't feel guilty about it. So I love that about my birthday. That's fun. I'm, I'm the same. We normally just go out to dinner. But then um, I also get sole possession of the, the TV remote control. Oh. Yes. But the funny thing is I don't really watch much TV, but <laughs> I could use it if I wanted to. So it's just kind of that little gift of knowing I have control you of the ha- TV. You have do you the know power. how to work it? I do. That's well, my problem. <laughs> okay, I know on the main level. Downstairs, I have to have help. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, my birthday is usually pretty low-key. I, um, I really enjoy baking, and so because of that, I usually make birthday cakes for each member of my family when they have birthdays. And I think that maybe my oldest daughter started to realize that it was a little sad that I didn't get a cake on my birthday because I wasn't about to make my own. <laughs> and so last year, bless her heart, she mailed me cupcakes to arrive on my birthday. Um, and so it is kind of fun as your children get older that they're able to turn around and start celebrating mm-hmm. you a little bit more. Well, another celebration that I know each of us in this room have um, had the opportunity to experience is the launching of a new book. So I know that there are some writers who will celebrate by buying a new pair of shoes, just in case you wondered, it's not Tracy. (laughs) Um, Others will by going out to dinner. Um, How do you celebrate the release of a new book? Do you have anything special that you do? I will make a confession right here and now. I am terrible at this. I can't remember the last time I did something to commemorate the release of a book besides the businessy stuff we have to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm terrible at this. And I will have people ask me, oh, you just had a book come out a couple of weeks ago. What did you do to celebrate? And I'll say, well, I started on the edits of another book. <laughs> so this is something I'm really bad at. So I'm looking forward to hearing your guys' answers because if I can come up with an idea and stick to it, it might actually be really good for me <laughs> to actually <laughs> celebrate this accomplishment. Well, one of the things that I do, and, and like you, Sarah, I don't make a really big deal of it, but as I'm writing or editing, I have to kind of have something at the end, kind of like the carrot for the donkey of when I get through this, this is what I'm going to do. And almost always it's read a good book. Yeah. Because when you're writing and editing, that's a luxury that other than reading what you're working on yourself, 
that you don't get to do very often. And so I usually have two or three books that when I submit a book or it releases, that is my guilt-free day to read yes. somebody else's writing. I love it. Such a good idea because I, I definitely feel like, I'm sure you guys are the same, that once you started writing, you read a lot less. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite things to do, and this doesn't always work out, and I don't put out as many books as Sarah, so this probably <laughs> wouldn't work for you, Sarah, sorry, but I love to be out of town on release day. After my first release, I went a little bit crazy, <laughs> and I say that, I probably shouldn't use the term crazy, but I literally mean my mental health was um, struggling a little, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I, I remember thinking, like, I've sat in a chair for three days on my computer just watching things, and um, that was very different for me. It's not normal for me. Now it's a lot more normal for me. <laughs> so... After that, I realized like one of my favorite things to do is just to be gone at, and busy with my family so that I do I do have to check in. There's business to be done and things like that. But if I can limit it to like, okay, we've got Wi-Fi right now. or we, and, and that's only just for like the release date. And it doesn't always work out, but it randomly, because I've never planned it specifically for that reason. But ever since I made that kind of wish in my heart, <laughs> it has happened for two or three more releases where we were just on family vacation during release. And it was lovely. I loved it. I think that's really smart. I like this. Yeah. 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 Can we go to, like, let, let's make a plan. <laughs> like, we should do this. So I, for me, release day, it's like, besides going barefoot all day, um, it's usually an excuse to go out and buy more toner and paper and, yes, sticky notes. <laughs> Ooh, office um, supplies. I know. I, I, I like those. I do. <laughs> um, and sometimes my family and I will go out. Sometimes it's when we first get a book accepted, and other times it's when the book's coming out, but we'll just maybe right. go out to dinner. And, and I do put shoes on for that. So <laughs> <laughs> Only because they say no shoes, no, no shirt, service. no yeah. service. <laughs> I know, we need, we're going out, to, out on a vacation with Esther at the beach. Then yes, shoes are not required. That would be a perfect That would place. be perfect. It's perfect. a plan. I know. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed going through some of the years year as in apostrophe S, um, <laughs> celebrations with us. Um, let us know what your favorite holidays and maybe lesser known celebrations are that you have in your home. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram between the lines and um, let us know. We'd love to hear. And until then, join us again on Between the Lines. <laughs>